Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And today's quote is from our friend Allie Fallon. She posted this on Instagram. Kat and I both loved it. Her caption was, maybe you don't know the whole story. And that could be the quote in itself, but I'll elaborate with what she put in the post. And it goes a little something like this. (laughs) You rarely know the whole story already. When things don't make sense, it's usually because there's missing data, untapped information. Maybe someone is keeping something from you. Maybe you're keeping something from yourself. Maybe certain things are none of your business. And maybe you just need to wait a little longer to collect more puzzle pieces. And I loved that Mm because I was just talking to CryoCat last night. She had built this whole scenario in her head about something. And I got to sort of use the, what are the facts? Mm -hmm. Check the facts. Therapy Cat would say, all we can do right now is go off the facts. And the facts actually have nothing to do with what the story is you have built in your head. So me right now as your friend, we're going off the facts mm-hmm. and you need to let all this other stuff go. The way I understood it when I first saw that was a helpful reminder that when I am really confused, specifically more like by a friend's behavior or by something that just like didn't go my way, maybe you're confused because the information that you are going off of, it doesn't make sense. So there has to be a missing piece that will make it make sense, but we don't always get to have that. So I'd rather personally be like, oh, well, I don't, I must not know everything because this just doesn't make sense before I start making up the story about how this person's horrible and, or hates me, or it's never a good story that we make up. And sometimes we have to practice patience too, because the other pieces are coming. Oh, the other pieces of the puzzle, they are coming. Well, so Kat and I are going to do a little popcorn episode. (laughs) Which, do you have a favorite popcorn that you love? Okay, I just, (laughs) when you said that. It has nothing to do with actual popcorn, but now I want to tell you all about my favorite popcorn that I'm obsessed with, but go ahead. Well, I do have a favorite popcorn. It's movie theater popcorn with butter on top of it. 
which I also recommend you getting even when you're not going to the movie theater and just taking it home with you. But when you said that, it just reminded me of popcorn reading in elementary school and how terrifying that was for me. Was that not terrifying for you? (laughs) Popcorn prayer was? Oh, I never did that. That'd be even worse. Uh, Yeah. It's like, and Amy, you pray now. And you're like, (laughs) dear God, I love you. And the person that went for me was always a really- Eloquent. Yes, so beautiful. Had all the right words, said it all. And I'm like, dear baby Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just remember when we had to do that, I would like read ahead so I could scan and make sure there weren't any words I didn't know how to pronounce or something. And then if there was a word I didn't know how to pronounce, I'd sit there and be like, please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. That's the worst. Do you know how many times I do the Google pronunciation? You can't do that in class. I know, but like (laughs) we definitely didn't have back then, but for certain things, uh, you just hear me playing on my computer, like, (laughs) you know, popcorn, (laughs) teaching me how to say it. That's a hard one. (laughs) (laughs) But Himalayan gold. Have you had this popcorn? I I think I had it at your, what's the popcorn that CryoCat brought? It's got the little Buddha guy on the bag. So the brand name is Lesser Evil. And it's made with just coconut oil and popcorn and salt or something. But this Himalayan gold, it's this, maybe there's some butter flavoring. I don't know. It's a, yeah, it says butter flavored coconut oil. I just looked it up and Himalayan salt. So it's like three ingredients and it's so good. And my daughter doesn't normally like popcorn out of the bag like that. She likes it popped in the microwave or whatever. And if I buy that Himalayan gold, she was leaving to go to her dad's house for a week and she popped home from school before she went over there. She popped home from school and had some popcorn. Get it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even mean to do that. And she went into the pantry and grabbed a a brand new bag and was like, okay, I'm headed to dad's for the week. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my popcorn. (laughs) Dad can buy you popcorn. (laughs) And I think she looked at me like I was crazy, but now I'm out of popcorn and you're about to be gone for a week. It's not like you're opening that bag and eating it here and we can enjoy it together. Anyway, I ended up letting her take it, but I should send Ben a note. FYI, you owe me a bag of popcorn. Himalayan gold, buy it. <laughs> your, your daughter likes it. That was really big of you to let her take it. I know. Go me. <laughs> Pat on the back. Well, so Kat and I are going to do sort of a popcorn style thing where I'm going to share something I saw that was interesting and then pop, Kat will go over and share something. We'll talk in between, but we're testing out a popcorn episode. Pop. Okay, so I'll go first and it's a question for Kat about her wedding because it is like one, two, three, four days away, four days away. Four yeah. days. I don't know why was I'm repeating it. Four or it. five? Five. But your rehearsal dinner starts, I feel like the whole wedding weekend starts yeah. on Thursday. It's this week, but we can say that. But it's, this is airing on Tuesday. So it's two days oh, away. yeah. Then three days away. Whew. So how are you feeling? I feel really excited. I don't feel stressed as of now because I think I did a really good job spacing all of my tasks out. I would like this week to last for a month. Like this is like the most exciting week and I just want to like soak it all up. Enneagram seven, yes. (laughs) But I mean, I'm sure all numbers want to soak up their wedding. I don't know that I was like that though. Maybe that Mm, was a sign. Yeah, I don't know. Not quite sure. But I got married really fast. There was a lot to deal with. I don't think I had time to really soak up much. So we were doing some final prep work with our coordinators and we had to give them a list of all of our bridesmaids and groomsmen and order them how we want them lined up for the ceremony. And I did mine and sent it in. And Patrick was, I saw him doing his and I looked at him. I was like, 
how are you ordering your groomsmen? And he said, well, before I tell you this, how would you do it? How would you order the people in your wedding? I think in order of how long I've known them. Oh. Something like my sister would be first. Well, what if you have known them all the same amount? Because they're all his childhood and high school friends. By height. Okay. Normal response. I looked over at him and I, I said, how are you ordering your groomsmen? And he said, well, by how much I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they going to know this? I said, you can't do that. That is so mean. Like I just started thinking about who he was putting last. He was like, well, he should feel lucky that he's even in the line. <laughs> and I was like, ruthless. This is ruthless. Yes. I was like, I would not want to be in your wedding if I knew that like, Everybody up there was looking and be like, ha he likes that guy the least. That did not feel right to me. But I'm sure he likes them all. Yes, just- but still, I guess guys are different because I asked a couple of guy friends and they're like, yeah, it's like how close we are to them. And I didn't like that. We haven't decided what he's going to do, but I'm like, don't we order this by height? Because like, what's the thing after the wedding? The, the recession? No, it's like the processional and then you walk out. Yeah, what's we'll it called? Call it that. The walkout. Yeah. When you're walking out, I don't want like somebody who's seven foot with my shortest friend or vice versa. I thought maybe we could be strategic in that way. And then nobody gets their feelings hurt. And so you make an announcement. Hey guys, just so you know, this lineup is random. Uh, <laughs> sort based of, on height. based on height. has nothing to do with how much we like you, how long we've known you, what you mean to us. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you should be happy you're up here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if any of his friends are listening, which I assume they're not, Hopefully you guys come with a stable mind because if I got put last- So where am I in my last? (laughs) I didn't do it that way. But in my last? I don't think so. Oh, you didn't do it that way. So I would have been last. Your place has no bearing on how much I like you. Okay. But you should be lucky that you're up there. Yeah, I am. Uh, I don't actually know. I think the only thing that I remember is I put my three family members at the front. Yeah. The reason I even brought this up is because I was trying to match height. I'm what like, how are you, you doing draw, this? Draw them out of a hat, you know? But, but I it's get height. That, it's the, okay. I think that I really want to do height. Then everybody feels good. But can I tell you something? You don't have anybody on his side that's seven foot. And you don't have really short. I do. Who? Kyra. I think she's my height. She's like 5'3". Okay. <laughs> I feel bad talking about this. I don't know why. He has two guy friends that are on the shorter side. And I have a <laughs> lot of... <laughs> I have some friends that are okay. tall. And then he does have like three friends that are like six, three and above. Okay, so I can see for the shorter ones, you're being respectful, not putting them with a super tall. Yes. Got it. Check. Thoughtful of you. This is good. I'm glad you have a plan. You're doing it by height. Big P's on board with that. Well, I don't know if he is. Okay, well, come, we'll find out. We'll find out um, on Friday if I'm with someone tinier than me <laughs> or larger than me. And you can tell me how you feel about your space in the, in on the, the line. Mm-hmm. So I have something interesting that I actually, I've talked about this probably more than any other topic on uni therapy, mostly because a lot of people in my history of being a therapist will say like, what's your specialty? And a lot of times I'll say, you know, eating disorders or trauma or this or that, but it always comes down to the same thing when I'm working with people, which is loneliness. Like when it really comes down to it, so often what the thing I'm working on with clients is their desire for connection and for people. And 
the Today Show came out with a new survey that was brought up by the American Psychiatric Association. And they said that, which this isn't shocking to me, but I think this is shocking information. One third of Americans say they feel lonely at least once a week. Right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. 
this isn't shocking to me, but I think this is shocking information. One third of Americans say they feel lonely at least once a week. Mm. 10% of people said that they feel lonely every single day. And I will say feeling lonely and being alone are two different things. So this is people saying, I feel lonely. Like so you can feel lonely even around people, yeah. but feeling loneliness, I'm glad you differentiated what that is. It's different than just being alone. Yeah. And this reminded me of an episode that I did last year that was specifically called the loneliness epidemic on uni therapy. And this was wild to me because this stuff doesn't surprise me. I think maybe because I see this so often and people who don't even, I think, realize that they're lonely end up being like, well, the solution to this is like connection. But the reason I did this episode last year is because the Surgeon General issued an advisory. He called it himself the loneliness epidemic. And in that advisory, it said that the mortality impact of being socially disconnected is similar to that caused by smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Mm-hmm. Like it affects your health that much. And that is wild. And I think that is something that people are not expecting to hear. It's like, oh, you feel lonely, but that's it. And it's like, no, this actually is affecting the quality and the length of your life. Yeah, I feel like some people might think, oh, I need to quit smoking because this is going to be better for me. Or, oh, I would never touch a cigarette. But then they may not try to do anything about the loneliness because they don't know that it's that big of a deal. And I wonder how many people actually can put their finger on the fact that they are lonely. It might be hard to identify that that's Especially if you're somebody who's around people a lot. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was interesting. And so what's the the solution? Well, I mean, I'm sure for everybody, it looks a little bit different, but kind of a low hanging fruit. Sure. Okay. Connecting with others, trying to in a way, but you said if you're even around people, maybe someone's like, well, shoot, I'm around people. Why do I still feel lonely? Well, I think that that's a difficult question to answer (laughs) succinctly. One thing I would say is a lot of times it's not just you're not doing enough. There could be a component that has to do with mental health that is out of your control. And so that's where going to see a therapist, you go see a psychiatrist, maybe there's a medication that can help you be able to connect more and feel those emotions. But the other stuff is that I share more often is we can all do little things that help us connect more in general. And that is like eye contact with people, leaving our phone in our pockets, having conversation with the guy at Trader Joe's who's ringing your groceries versus pretending you're reading an email. Sometimes when I'm walking, I put my phone up to my ear. La, 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 yeah. talking, So talking. we're, but we- I know, I know, I know. I don't created know this space where it is normal for us to I, not connect. I'm not the only one, right? No, no. The reason I said that about Trader Joe's is I'm the one that's like, oh, I got to answer this email. I can't have this chat with probably the friendliest person I'm going to see all day at Trader Joe's. Yeah. But I I, it's, we've, we've created that. systems that actually- create habits for us to disconnect versus that's how people used to meet their friends is in the line places or at a restaurant you meet like we don't do that anymore so it's little little habits I think that could be more helpful we're recording this on a Sunday and I just did an online mini me treat that Lisa Haim posted we talked about it on last Thursday's episode because she was my guest I loved all four things that we talked about and one of the things was female friendships and then tapping into like the fire within us that other females give us and fierceness and being a cheetah, stuff (laughs) like that. And they led a flow this morning, Lisa and her friend, like a yoga flow. And it was 90 minutes. We also journaled and did some breath work. 
And of course, on Thursday, I said, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm doing this. And then when it rolled around this morning, I thought, oh, I was kind of sitting in my living room by myself. I didn't really have any other things. My kids went to Ben's with the popcorn. <laughs> like, there's no reason for me not to do it. But for a split second, I thought, mm, I don't know that I have it in me today. I just want to be alone. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it was on Zoom. So I was alone, but I decided I said I would be there. So I followed through with that commitment and I logged on. And then there was all these women on the Zoom in the little squares. And it was really cool. I felt that mm-hmm. energy, but yet I was in my private space and they encouraged you to, you know, act like nobody's watching, like when you're doing the flow or you're doing the, Lisa has this wake and shake routine she does and you feel kind of silly doing it, but it's really good for your lymphatic system and waking your body up. And it's like, you can even turn your camera off if you want to, but they encourage you to leave it on if you can and you can close your eyes. But I share this because I didn't realize how connected it was going to make me feel, even though half of these women were they were all over the country Mm -hmm. and the two women leading it are up in New York. So that to me filled my cup up. And I think had I sat on the couch and just been kind of lonely or done the chores I wanted to do and get the laundry done. Sure. My checklist would have been shorter, but I think I would have been less connected. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I had to make a conscious effort to be like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm going to do this. So I think sometimes too, it's forcing us to do that one thing that maybe we're I'd never done anything like that before. So I was a little uncomfortable yeah. too. But then I just did it. And I'm like, wow, that was 90 minutes well spent. Mm-hmm. And if that was a regular practice for you, it wouldn't be as uncomfortable as it might've felt before you went into it. I didn't even have to like, leave my house. Yeah. It's, that's why it's uncomfortable to sit there and talk with somebody in line at the grocery store. But if that's how we normally acted and that's that was normal for us, it wouldn't be uncomfortable. So how do we create these little systems to be back into our normal routine like they used to be. Shout out, Lisa. Thank you for that. Shout out, Kat. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Now, bring it on over to me. Pop, pop. (laughs) Can you bring the room up a little bit? (laughs) All right. I'm going to go over a list of horrible hygiene habits that are way too common. And you can just say if you do this or don't do this. Because Wait, do I have? What if I don't want to admit it? Admit it. Okay. Be safe. This is a safe safe space. Mm -hmm. Be vulnerable. Okay. Never cleaning your iPhone or or any phone. I guess you could have a droid or your keys like on your computer or AirPods. Oh, I don't like clean that. it. Yeah, like how often do you clean it? Because we should be cleaning it daily. Uh, yeah, I don't clean any of those things. I know, but we should. Okay, I'm this disgusting. Keep going. Okay, I'm disgusting. We're I got one point. <laughs> that we're disgusting and hopefully this will just be a reminder to clean your stuff. Just rinsing your hands in the bathroom with water, no soap. I use soap. Yeah, same. Not cleaning your belly button specifically getting in there there's not I don't know that I always like I don't open like, it up and like clean in there no I well, don't think we should I, be okay I'm just and you're points. about to be a married woman so uh, two points you need to make sure you're well, Pat, if I'm not cleaning my belly button Patrick's definitely not cleaning his belly button well promise me this on your wedding day clean your belly button I'll tell big B <laughs> okay <laughs> um being a shoes on household yep I am, but you're not. Yep, disgusting. No, I tried to be a no-shoes household and I have failed miserably. I I took my shoes off when I walked up here. I allow people in. I even bought those little footy covers that you can put on your shoes or guest shoes that, you know, maintenance people wear when they come into your home, which I think is very thoughtful. I bought probably 500 of them for $5 off of Amazon and they're away in a drawer. 
But why wouldn't you just ask people to take their shoes off? Why would you give them that? Okay, because sometimes it's complicated. They're coming in just for a minute or they've got these like lace-up boots or maybe, you know, it's in and out. Or I've already put my shoes on and then I forgot something and I need to run back in so I can put the covers on. If somebody gave me those shoe covers when I walked into their house, (laughs) that feels similar to me coming to your house and you have plastic covers on your couch. (laughs) That's weird. Okay, but I'm going to go back Make yourself at home. Here, put this on your shoe. I'm going to try it again. I had a basket by the door for shoes. It just did not work. But when I see my kids running around, they've got their shoes on and who knows where they've been all day. And then I'm walking, hiking trails, stepping on who knows what, and then coming home, just walking around my house. It's It's probably gross. It's a horrible habit. And I want to change, but also I don't care. And I do think it's different parts of the country. Some people, when I first did that, they responded, they're like, ew, I've never, everybody where I live, you take your shoes off. And different parts of the world Mm -hmm. too, I'm sure just culturally. And then other people thought I was an idiot for trying to implement it. And I'm like, please tell me why this would make me an idiot. Maybe you don't agree with it. That's fine. An idiot. It doesn't make me an idiot that I don't want germy shoes all over my house, especially when I take time to clean. Two of my favorite things, three. I have three top things to do around the house that I just bring me joy. Vacuuming, Swiffer Sweeper, like the wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like um, that. And laundry. I love. Oh, I hate laundry. You know what I really want is one of those steam mops. Those seem really fun. I ordered one and never really used it, so I sold it to CryoCat. Oh, yeah. I I really want one of those. I I, have a question for you. Yeah. Is it that you forget to take your shoes off and ask people to take your shoes off? It felt like too much work or you had a hard time holding a boundary? Like it was uncomfortable to be like, can you take your shoes off? A boundary, too much work, feeling awkward. Okay. Feeling like an idiot. I wouldn't think it was, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I wouldn't feel awkward if you're like, hey, will you take your shoes off? I would feel awkward if you asked me to put this thing on my shoes. <laughs> okay, okay. But I think that's a normal thing. Hey, can you take your shoes off? But I, how many times have I been in your house and I've been like, oh, I keep forgetting because you've never once been like, shoes. You just posted about it on Instagram. Yeah. No, I, I, I implemented it for- Not to me. Because one time I was like, oh, I forgot. Like you're and you're like, never, it's cool. I, I'm, I'm cool. I'm breezy. You can keep your shoes off if you want. I mean, I'm trying to have people take their shoes off, but if you want to keep them on, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to get better at it. Okay. Never cleaning your door handles. They're constantly touched. So there's a lot of bacteria. Light switches too. Definitely don't clean my door handles. I did clean my light switches yesterday because I noticed they looked a little bit mm-hmm. grimy. Not washing your sheets and pillowcases enough. Ugh, yeah, got to do that. Flushing the toilet with the lid up. Although I saw an entire article about a week ago. What? Or so where it said, flush it with it up or down. There's still bacteria flying everywhere. So it doesn't You're matter. You're supposed to close the toilet and then flush it? I was somewhere in a, I can't remember what event I was at. Oh, I know. I was in Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is a college town. The reason I was trying to remember where I was because it was a college girl that said it. And she put the lid down and flushed it. And then she came out and she was talking to her other friend about it. And they were like putting on their lipstick. And she's like, oh, I just feel like there are two types of people in this world. You know, those that flush it with the lid down and those that flush it with it open. And oh, I just can't even imagine being the other. And I had just flushed it with the lid up. And so, you know, because I'm 42 now and this college girl is calling me out. I just looked over and I said, I just flushed it (laughs) with the lid up. And... I think she said it was like, it's not classy or something. And I was like, and I feel like I'm classy. We sort of laughed about it. I wasn't being rude. I was being playful. Okay. I did think like, oh, she's right. There are two types of people in this world. 
But I kind of sometimes do, sometimes don't. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of putting the toilet seat or the lid down to flush? No, I just thought it was like polite sometimes to put the lid down, but you've never I thought of like never when you leave the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, but I don't think I do that either. <laughs> Not replacing okay. your toothbrush. You're supposed to do it every three months. I do that because I have an electric toothbrush and it gets all changed the yeah. head. Yeah. One person said a good way to remember it is when the seasons change, switch it out. What does it say about me that I feel so validated that I could say that I did that? I'm like, yes. You're proud of yourself. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm because not, I'm not, I'm disgusting, but I'm not that disgusting. Yeah, you don't clean your belly button, but you change your <laughs> toothbrush out. And then the last one is not flossing. Right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption 
of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. And then the last one is not flossing. Okay. People think that brushing is enough, but dentists will say flossing is more important than brushing. Do you not remember my cavity? You had 11. Which I do think that I got- Lied to? Tricked? Manipulated, yeah. Yep, I'm never- Conned? I got conned. I'm not going back to that dentist. I do think there probably were cavities or I was on my way to a cavity because I don't floss- I don't even I didn't. know how one has 11 cavities at once. Because they were in, it was in between my teeth. So he was like, we have to do it on both sides. I didn't think about the fact that I've never had a cavity before. And all of a sudden I have 11. That feels weird. But it's been a long time. <laughs> and he seemed really like he was trying to help me. Then I had, a. did I tell you that I had the whole issue with, I had pediatric mm-hmm, insurance. insurance. So then it was, it was a whole thing. I did argue my way down to, to a smaller bill though. Good. I wore them out. Finally, they were like, fine. um, This is the thing you can always ask. Is that the best price you can give me? And sometimes they're willing to go down. Or how can you work with me on this? Is there anything better we can do? I I wish that I had those because I just sent them a picture of my quote and said, I don't get how you can be asking me to pay more money. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I now am a flosser because that was really scary. And I did not realize how important that was. It is. I brush a lot and I, for a long time, but no yeah. flossing. I floss every day, but I didn't used to. I used to think brushing is enough, but now I go in this order. I floss, I mouthwash, and then I brush. Oh, I always floss after I... I don't know that the order matters. Okay, I'm just cool. telling you mine. Okay, <laughs> I'm cool. not a dental expert. Got it. Pop, pop. I don't know if this is uh, going to bring the room down or up, but... Gwyneth Paltrow, which are you a fan of hers? Goop. I mean, I'm indifferent. You could take her or leave her. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I do like her tips, so. Okay. Sometimes. But if, but if Goop Sometimes. went away, you wouldn't like fine. be upset and you don't have to see every movie she's in. Got it. Per- correct. Anyway, that's not that important. However, she was recently talking about how she takes a baseball bat to things when she's angry. And I'm curious if you have ever done that. I have. One time on the Bobby Bone Show, Eddie was getting rid of his TV. And I can't remember if I used a bat or a sledgehammer. But oh we God. took he brought the TV to work and we took it in the alley and I got to smash it. And it was amazing. Were you going through something? Yeah. It was when things were... Okay. Like the, I walked in the pool with all my clothes on era. Okay. Did you notice it feeling better after or it was it just feel good in the moment? Yeah. It was like, okay. Felt good. But I saw this too and I thought hers was plastic. Yeah, it's a plastic bag. Okay. And I guess her executive coach, which what's it like to have an executive coach, suggested that she gets a plastic bat off Amazon. And she said, sometimes when I feel really stuck with anger, I just hit stuff. It's her way of releasing anger. And I found that interesting because when I worked at a treatment center, one of the things we did was, I mean, we did a lot of anger work. And we had this one specific day that the clients would prep, we prepped weeks for this day to get them to a place where they would allow themselves to get, because sometimes getting angry is scary. And we had like a a block. It reminded me of a block you would have at a gymnast, gymnastics place when you're younger. Like, like a, a cheese wedge. 
Yes, but it was a block, which I tried to find one to have in my own office and I couldn't find one. So if you hear one, let me know. But we would have them hit that with a plastic bat. And it was one of the most transformative things I have ever seen in my life. Because a lot of times, for many reasons, but I think a lot of times people think expressing anger is bad or wrong. And so they don't do it. And so then they hold it in and it turns into something else or they hold it in and then they do something that actually out of rage. There's a difference between being rageful and hitting something and having anger and it, like expressing that anger out. So I, I like that Gwyneth is doing this. I have a list of things like you may have low emotional intelligence if you do this. Should you give this to Big P before you marry him? Maybe, but I feel like both of yours are things that you're trying to expose me. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, let's see how disgusting you are and let's see how emotionally intelligent you are. You have high EQ. What, let's see. Okay. Let's see. All right. So emotional intelligence is defined as the ability to perceive and evaluate feelings accurately within ourselves and others. But how do you know if you need to work on these skills? Well, according to CNBC... If you use any of these phrases, it might be a sign you have a low emotional IQ. Okay. Ready? I'm not changing. This is who I am. People that have low emotional intelligence are stuck in their ways and refuse to evolve. Instead, you could try saying something like, I want to be open to feedback, even when it's hard to hear. Yeah, I don't find myself saying this is who I am. Get over it. Yeah, you're open to feedback. Yeah, yeah. And it, you're, you're open to evolving. Yeah, and I will say I'm open to feedback it doesn't feel good always hearing it. I don't care how you feel. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you disregard other people's feelings, you most likely have low emotional intelligence. Try this instead. I'm sorry you're feeling upset. How can I help? I think it's against my job description to say that one. I don't care how you feel. Yes. So do you think some therapists are sitting there in their head when a, a client is talking and they're like, I don't care? Yeah, because I think there's bad therapists out there, but you're very caring. Thank you. That was a compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. It's your fault I feel this way. I think that that is an easy one to fall into sometimes well, because we want to blame that some because we feel a certain way after someone did something, even though it's our feelings, we want to say, You made your me. fault. You made me feel this way when no one can make you feel yeah. a certain way. If you have strong emotional intelligence, you don't blame others for your feelings, mm -hmm. obviously. But you can try this instead in case this is, you know, in you to say, it's your fault I feel this way, say, I'm feeling emotional right now. Here's why. Oh, that's nice. I was thinking when you said that, when that happens, I think sometimes I even do this out of habit. When that happens, it sounds more like you made me, when you blank, you made me feel whatever, which might be somebody trying to be open and not trying to be blaming, but it comes out blaming when the more helpful thing is what kind of like what you said when this happened, I felt this. Change the, you made me feel to, I felt this. Um, I language instead of yeah. you language. Yeah, that one's hard to, it's easy to fall into. I agree. You're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally intelligent people focus more on understanding each other's experience and recognizing nuance. So try this instead. I want to hear your perspective, even when I don't see things the way you do. Can you help me understand why you're feeling this way? <laughs> I feel like you're trying to laugh when you're trying not to laugh when you read that. I feel like there's sometimes where you're like <laughs> to people, they're just wrong. <laughs> me? <laughs> well, it depends on but the I conversation. But I say that in a very loving way. 
Well, being wrong factually and being wrong in an emotional our interpretations of something, I think is different, right? Yeah, like you can say, I'm open to hear your perspective if it's right, but, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, sometimes I do this, but I think it's definitely when I know that I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm, I still can think I'm right, but I'm also open to people not agreeing with that. Mm-hmm. But I can still think, okay, I'm right and you're wrong, but we can agree on that. Then there are times when I think I'm right for me, but that doesn't mean it's right for you. You're looking at me like- No, I'm just giving you a hard time. But I think that's the one where we can sometimes feel strongly about something. And in your case, I know what you're talking about and you were right because of the facts. (laughs) But (laughs) back to the facts versus the drama. I think that that's an easy one to fall into even if we think we are emotionally intelligent, especially if we're in a- we're emotional at a time. Like I was so hormonal. I don't know. It's the last month. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's come in and out, but I went to my OBGYN last week and she told me, yeah, like this is just the way it's going to be for, I mean, Ever? I could, well, in my forties to fifties, Yeah, she said, but she also said, go easy on yourself because this is also normal. Mm-hmm. Nothing is wrong with you. You feeling this way does not make you fix me, something's wrong, which some, she's like, we can give you certain things that may help. But also if you don't want to do anything about it, that is okay. I'm glad she said that. Crazy. Cause I think that's what we, how I define myself. Sometimes I feel crazy. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I think I put that label on me internally and then maybe it perpetuates more crazy. And so I think for giving me that permission and telling me you're not broken, nothing's wrong with you everything you're feeling is actually quite normal. However, it's not going to get any better. <laughs> so she was very honest with me about that. I'm like, cool, cool. So but there, but I okay. feel great today. I'm not emotional. I'm not hormonal. I'm not annoyed. I'm going to order, order the plastic bat, but just for future me, it's like me right now taking care of future annoyed me. Mm-hmm. I have to add this because I think there's a, a difference too. One, I want to say, For anybody who's listening to this, because sometimes we can be hard on ourselves, nobody's going to be perfect at any of these all the time. It doesn't mean that you are... Well, you can clean your belly button. Okay, that's different. Every time you're in the shower. (laughs) But I mean more of these emotional intelligence stuff. You're going to have moments where you just are so flooded, you can't say the same thing that you would say when you were completely regulated. Which is a good reminder to sometimes step away. Yeah. The other thing is... If somebody's telling you the sky is yellow and that's blue, that's different than you having a different opinion of something. That's gaslighting. Right. So I think that's where I'm coming from, where I don't think I said clearly that sometimes it's like, well, no, two plus two does equal four. But to your point- Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. That's what I was going to say. To your point, I need to be better at letting people think it is five. Right. Keanu, he controls or protects his space by- Okay, cool. Yeah, you do you. Two plus two is five. You're right. Walk away. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sky's yellow. Yeah. Carry on walking away. That's something I want to work on in 2024. Good. (laughs) And I'm going to work on going back to being a no-shoe household. Okay. TBD. Got it. It really will be so much better. I I swiffer sweepered and mopped yesterday. I even mopped my garage. But wait a second. Wait, what? 
I, I missed that part. You mopped your garage. Yeah. That registered late. You were very clean. But my thought I is- always do that, by the way. I just had it out and I wanted to clean this one section. So I did it. Okay. I don't want people to think I'm psychic. That you clean your belly button every day too? Yeah. Okay. My thing is you have a dog that goes outside. So what is that? Do you clean her paws every time she comes back in? Maybe I'm going to get her little booties Shoes? to put on her feet when she walks in. Or, or, or when, she when she goes outside. outside. Yeah, Could that's more I sense. Do, oh my. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I am going to Google if this exists. And let me tell you, if I end up putting him on there, for, people are for sure going to call me an idiot. An idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> okay, Kat, where can people find you? On Instagram at cat.defada and at you need therapy podcast. Mm-hmm. And next time she joins us, she's going to be a married woman. <laughs> I don't know why you said, said that, that like sultry a married woman <laughs> she's gonna take a honeymoon break so I will have a guest host for the fifth thing in the coming weeks I think it's gonna be Chase get excited when we did our Q&A last what if, week or what the if week they get before, excited that it's somebody else well yeah get excited forever but okay. people had said I haven't heard from oh. Chase in a while there was a few of those mm. so I took a mental note and I was like oh hey Chase, would you want to record anything? And he said, yes. So I'm going to try to schedule that with him if it could work out. And Kat, we wish you the best of luck. I'll see you at the rehearsal dinner. (laughs) And I'll see you at the wedding. We'll report back where you stand. And who I walked with and what it was like. (laughs) And I have no hinge date for your wedding. As of now. You've three, four days. mm -mm, It's not happening. Never say never. No hinge date for the hinge wedding. But maybe I'll meet someone. At your wedding. Maybe. Do you think? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's coming that I would set you up. But maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe somebody will show up I didn't invite. Or you that didn't tends to know happen. as well. What? Or maybe somebody you didn't know as well. Yeah. Yeah, it could happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we love you, Kat. And yeah, y'all have the day you need to have, right? Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Pop, pop. <laughs> All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. 
Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 